0: Hey, queen. Hey, welcome back to Cash In on Confidence. Your girl, Tiffany Wynn, here, your CEO, your confidence elevation officer. Yes, I made that up myself. So I want to be known as the CEO around here, but not your chief executive officer. I want to be the confidence elevation officer, your confidence elevator. That's what I do around here. I elevate your confidence. Is that not so good? Well, anyway, I am super excited for today's show. Something so, so special coming to you today. I have not done this since way back when, when um, we were the Mindset Mama podcast, when I was helping mamas with their confidence. Well, now I'm helping all of you boss babes with your confidence. And I had such an incredible honor of getting to meet an amazing woman who also focuses on helping women with their confidence, but through health and wellness and nutrition and body confidence. And that amazing woman is Miranda Lee. We got the, um, honor of meeting during our podcast coaching mastermind that we both were in and she just has the best personality. She's so witty, so funny And we decided that we liked each other enough to have one another on our podcast. So she has an incredible podcast, empowered podcast that you can go find and listen to. And you can listen to the episode that I did with her. And I just know that you guys are going to absolutely love her. And so on today's episode, you're going to get to hear us just having an, an authentic just chat about confidence on, on all the areas, but specifically in body confidence. And she has such amazing points, um, referencing body confidence related to Christ and to faith and just, you have to listen to it. You're going to love it. You're going to love Miranda. She is a faith-based health and confidence coach, um, who loves to help busy go-getters build confidence through food, freedom, fitness, and faith. She's a wife, dog mom, and daughter of Christ. She is the host of a top-ranking nutrition and mental health podcast, the Empowered Podcast. Miranda is a huge mental health and eating disorder awareness advocate and recovering perfectionist. She believes that it is totally possible to eat the food you love, prioritize mental health, and stop overtraining, all while still reaching your health goals. It's time to ditch the diet culture, yes, and amen, and start falling in love with yourself So without further ado, here is the chat that Miranda and I had together, and I know you're going to love it. You're going to love her. You're going to want to go find her on all the social medias. Let's dig into today's episode. You are listening to the Cash In On Confidence podcast. A space where women are encouraged to be audacious about their ambition and unapologetic about how bright they shine because they know who they are and whose they are hey girl i'm tiffany win and after spending years running in circles in my business i finally ditched the grind for grace and built a multiple six-figure social selling empire i want to teach you how i took my biggest limiting beliefs and turned them into my superpower If you're ready to go from overwhelmed to overflowing, imposter to inspirational, uncertain to unstoppable, and turn that next level confidence into cash, then take a seat on your throne and fix your crown, queen, because we're about to pray, slay, and get paid. All right, queens, I have Miranda Lee here with me. And I am super excited to chat with her today because we talk a lot about confidence here on the show and it's more so usually in the business aspect of confidence. So I'm really excited to kind of dive into another view on confidence and what that looks like. And just hear from Miranda, how she has gotten started in the health and fitness and wellness industry and what that means for her in terms of confidence.
1: So hi, Miranda. Hi, Tiffany. Thanks so much for having me on.
0: Of course, I'm so excited. So why don't you just go ahead and tell us a little bit more about you and how you got started in the fitness industry and health and wellness and all of that good stuff and how that has turned into confidence coaching for you.
1: Yeah. So um, my name is Miranda Lee. I am a faith-based health and confidence coach. I love just helping super busy people just build their self-confidence through fitness, faith, and food freedom. Um, so I've kind of always been um, just really involved in the health and wellness um, world, especially fitness. But unfortunately, in the beginning of my journey, a lot of it was um, obsessive. I had kind of the wrong drive. It was kind of just way too much. Um, I ended up um, developing an eating disorder that started in the fifth grade. And then I didn't even get help until I was about like 22 years old, um, and a lot of it was because I didn't even understand what I was going through because the way diet culture is and the way society is, they celebrate all these things um, that are actually really big red flags um, when it comes to eating disorders. So I would I would like lose like 30 pounds in six weeks, and everyone would be like, "Wow, that's amazing! Like, great job!" And so it was so I was only getting like all these like affirmations when I was losing a bunch of weight, when I was like working out, like literally there's a time when I would work out 11 hours a day because I was in so many different sports and then I'd work out on top of it. And people just applauded me, said how disciplined I was and motivated. And I felt like that was kind of where my self-worth came from. And over time, after truly like surrendering to God and realizing this isn't what life's about, um, I ended up finding food freedom and this kind of longer journey um, than, than needs to happen and really just opening up about my story. And, and that's why I love just um, working with men and women today to help them find food freedom, to help them realize that like you can still hit your health and fitness goals and love life, eat the foods you enjoy. Um, You don't have to count every calorie. You don't have to count all your macros. You don't have to work out super intensely every day. Like it, you don't have to do that and you can still enjoy life. So that's kind of how I got to where I am today.
0: Oh, I love that so much. I can relate to that in so many ways. And just being this person who, you know, was addicted to dieting basically like just finding all the new fads and trends and trying one thing after another and just really diving into all of these really obsessive and compulsive eating just not necessarily for me I wouldn't really necessarily go as far as to call it a disorder for me but more so just like where it became something that I was kind of just caught up in and just trying all these different diets and getting to the point where I was doing crazy things like the liquid diet, where you would only drink like water and lemon juice and like cayenne pepper for like a week and would lose like 10 pounds and be like, yay, that's amazing. Look at me go. Not really necessarily realizing that that's not great at all. So kind of, can you tell us where, Faith comes in to what you do and how that is really like played a part in you going from where you were to where you are now.
1: Yeah, definitely. First, I want to say that, you know, even with you and your journey, you might not have had an eating disorder, but you definitely had disordered eating. And that's what a lot of people do struggle with is having disordered eating. It doesn't mean that you have a full on eating disorder, but you do struggle with um, your relationship with food and being on diets, exercising too much. And I think that's what a lot of people, especially women struggle with today. They might not have a full fledged eating disorder, but what they are doing is not healthy. So, um, yeah, I think for me, what really helped was just surrendering it all to God because God made us in his image. He put us on this earth for a reason and God didn't like, I imagine God's like up in heaven, like with all his angels and he's like showing us, showing his angels, Like, let's say mean. He's like, wow, look at this beautiful creation I made. And then like the angels are looking down. And I'm just like standing in front of the mirror saying, Wow, I'm so fat. I'm so this. I need to work out more. I need to eat less. And God's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I gave her all these amazing gifts. Her body is literally the least interesting thing about her. Why is she obsessing about that? So I think that's something so much, so many of us do is we obsess about like literally the body that God just lent us, like real quick that like God's like, Hey, here's this body. I needed something to put your soul inside of all your, your spiritual gifts, all these talents that you have to really fulfill your purpose in the world. And then we're over here obsessing about our bodies. So once I really like surrendered over to God, cause God still wants us to be healthy. God wants us to treat our body like a temple to eat healthy, to exercise, but we should be doing everything to glorify him to, um, to thank him for this body that he gave us so we can live here on earth. Like there's nothing wrong with eating healthy and exercising, but when we literally make it an idol, like uh, so many of us make our body an idol, like that is the most important thing in our life. And that's, we should not make anything an idol. And a lot of times when we think of idols, we think of maybe power or money or like physical, like wooden idols or something like that. Like, no, your body can definitely be an idol. I even have a whole podcast episode about that. Cause so I feel like so many of us make our body an idol because that is what we find our worth and our value in. And that is not what our worth and value in value is in at all. So yeah, I think just once I really surrendered over to God and just trusted his plan for me and was patient and just prayed to him because nothing's like too big or too small for God to handle. And if, if it's our health, like God wants to help. So that's definitely something, um, that helped me was not putting my identity in my, my physical appearance. Um, this reputation that I had for a long time of being the girl who worked out hours and hours a day or the girl who only ate super healthy. Like there's so much more to me than that.
0: Oh my gosh, that is so good. So deep. I mean, there are so many points in there where I was just like, oh, oh, just like when you said that your body is the least interesting thing about you, like, what? Like, that blew my mind. That is so good. Like, I, and I know I talk about, you know, a lot of the thing, a lot of that kind of stuff, like, on, on the show a lot too, you know, just thinking about like, what are your special gifts? What are your special talents and things like that? And how we all have these amazing qualities that God placed in us for us to be able to use here on earth, to be able to glorify his kingdom. And I never thought about it in a way where it's like, th- this body is just like loan to us for us to be here on earth and be able to function so that we can do his work here on earth before we go to our actual homes in heaven. And that is just so, so good. That is, that is just like mind blowing in a way to just really start to look at your physical body as just like, this is just my loner body. Like this is just, this is not where I am going to be forever. Right. And that is just, that is a whole new perspective that I think a lot of people need to hear in order to really just Take so much pressure off themselves, like you said. Um, you know, like making your your body an idol and taking that pressure off of just thinking like that. That's the end all be all and the main focus of what you should be spending all your time on is how to make your body better. And I think that's what a lot of people put so much time and energy on throughout the day, just thinking like about what their next meal is going to be or when they're going to fit that workout in and like things like that, where they spend so much of their time and energy thinking about those kinds of things when really it's just like, no, like like there's so many bigger and better and more impactful things that you could be doing with that time and energy. That's so
1: amazing. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's just so selfish of us to, um, to like hide ourselves from the world and think we're not worthy to maybe like go out or hang out with friends or go to that extra meal a day. Um, I mean, not a day, like a week, like with our friends, um, because we're so worried about like eating too many calories or how we look. And it's like, no, like we were meant to be socializing with other people to use our gifts and to spread the word of God. And for us to just like stay inside and isolate or do extra workouts or not go out and not go out and eat just because we're like super obsessed with our body and our appearance and, Um, like the calories that we eat, like that's so selfish of us. Like, that is not why God put us on the earth. Like we have to imagine like our souls and our, and our gifts are like this amazing, beautifully aged, like fine wine. And it's like, if you keep trying to find a better cup to put it in, but you're not letting anyone taste this amazing wine. Then it's like, well, what was the purpose of the wine? Like at the end of the day, no one cares what cup it's in. I mean, maybe you don't want it to be in a styrofoam cup you know maybe you want to work a little harder just put in like a little glass cup or anything but still at the end of the day if i had a styrofoam cup full of this amazing wine that was like aged to perfection and i was like wow like i'd want to share that with the world so we just we're just so obsessed with like the outside that's like no one really cares about that they want the inside if i handed you this super fancy wine glass and it had like mud water in there and you were just like Ugh. Like, I don't care how nice that glass is, that stuff in the middle, like, mm, that is nasty. And see, like, we just, we worry about the wrong things.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, you are blowing my mind. That is so good. I am loving all of these analogies and that's so good. And I think that relates so much to kind of what I do in, um, you know, my network marketing business with Closet Candy Boutique, where Um, I have a team of over 3,500 absolutely incredible, amazing women who we get to share and talk about really cute clothing. And a part of what we do is sharing the clothes on our bodies so we can show our customers and our clients kind of how to style these different outfits and these pieces of clothing and what they can look like on you and things like that. And I hear from the ladies on my team so often how they are so insecure about showing up in their business because they're not comfortable with their bodies, how they are you know afraid of wearing certain kinds of clothing because of their body, how they don't want to go on lives because of their bodies and it's you know it's it, it's so heartbreaking to think that this outer vessel is preventing them from really, making an impact and really using whatever gifts and talents God has given them on earth to share with the world that they're holding back because they aren't feeling confident what their outer shell is, you know? And so can you talk a little bit about that? And I know you kind of touched on like, you know, hiding yourself and not going out and things like that. Like, how can a woman who is growing and building a business on social media where she has to be present and has to show her face and her body and show up, how can she kind of gain some confidence in herself to be able to show up? No, regardless of what her outer shell looks like.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, most importantly, it's, it's a mindset. Like we all like the world has like this beauty standard that we think like we have to live up to, but First of all, no one lives up to this beauty standard. It's not real. And it's also different in like every country. So it's literally, this made up beauty standard. And like, we're so obsessed with like trying to reach this beauty standard until we're like worthy to show up, but like, it's not real. So, and it's all about the confidence you have too, because like, first of all, no one's born with confidence. No one just comes out of the, actually let me rephrase that. We are all born with a lot of confidence, but it is like taken away from us once we get a little older and once we're told and once we're told no and this and that. But after that, you know, confidence isn't just something that you just naturally have your entire life. It's kind of this practice that you that you have to do. Like confidence I imagine is is also a muscle in your body that you have to exercise every day. Like you have to practice being confident. And the thing is when you're confident, it makes you feel better, but then also makes other people around you feel better. And it makes them want to trust you and want to listen to you. Because if you're the one that, um, that is confident in what you're saying, then other people are going to be confident in what you're saying as well. And we have no reason not to be confident i think it all stems from why we are confident if you think that your confidence just has to come from your looks your pant size the number on the scale yeah your confidence is going to fluctuate because society says so but if your confidence comes from i am one of a kind i was made in god's image god put me on this earth for a reason i'm here to make an impact i'm here to spread god's word like i'm saying this and i'm feeling even more confident now i'm not confident and all the things that I think I have to offer, I'm confident about the things God has given me to offer. And when your confidence comes from God and your confidence doesn't come from just yourself as a human who is sinful and imperfect, which we all are, and your confidence comes from a perfect, sinless, all loving God. Yeah. You're, you're always going to be confident because he is, he's always.
0: Yes. So good. Yes. I absolutely love that. And I love how you kind of started and talked about these made up beauty standards that differ from like differ all over the world. Like in some countries it's considered more beautiful to be, you know, really, really thin and other countries it's considered more beautiful to have meat on your bones and to be a little bit thicker. And, you know, and, and so it's really just, it's really silly of us to take what society has made as these beauty standards and said that, you know, this is what makes you beautiful when you have long hair or when you are, you know, this size, or when you have this body shape or blah, 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 whatever. And you take that to mean like, you know, your confidence is, is reliant on what society's standards have said are beautiful and really start to look at you know, God seeing you in his image. Like, I think whenever we think of it that way, it's like, almost like if we look at ourselves in the mirror and we say like, and we pick ourselves apart, then it's almost saying like, you messed up God. Like you didn't do a good job on me, (laughs) you know? And it's kind of silly when you think of it that way, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like you said, like these beauty standards are different everywhere, but then like, they also change too. Like we see like with like fashion, Um, how things just change and they come back. And it's just because like, that's how society is. Like no one ever wants to stay stagnant. Like everyone wants, everyone wants something new and better. And everyone wants to be new and better. But like it says in the Bible, like, are we living to please like society and like the secular world and these people, or are we living to please God? And I think when we are just so obsessed with our body and our size and, like what we're wearing and all that, like when we're obsessed with it, when it's rooted in the wrong place, when we're doing it to please others, we're doing what God said not to do. God didn't want us to to try to just please the people now, like the people in this world, like all these sinners. That's not why God put us here. He wants us to please God for eternity. And that's the thing we can do so many of the same things. So I could like go and dress nice, have the cutest outfits, work out every day, eat healthy. And if I'm doing it like literally for God, for the glory of God, like that is great, but I could do all those same things and do it for selfish reasons. And for, because I'm scared about how other people are going to see me, or I feel like I have to be this size or look a certain way. And it's, and it's all about like your heart, like, where is this coming from? So like, like, it's just real. Like you, it takes a lot of inner healing and just reflecting and soul searching to to realize like, why am I doing, why am I doing this? Does that make sense? Why am I doing, is that the right phrase? Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. yeah, No, no, you're right. I, I love that. And I think that, you know, when you are reflective and you're and you really look and you stop to think, you know, what is my, what is the reason that I am doing these things? Is it because I am doing it for my own ego? Is it because I'm doing it for the approval of other people? Is it because I'm doing them because of, you know, you know, all of these outside societal standards and acceptance, or am I doing this to please God? Am I doing this to be better for myself so that I can, you know, do X, Y, and Z to be able to glorify his kingdom? That is just such a good Thing to ask yourself, I think, in anything that you do, not even necessarily just like, like in your health and fitness journey or whatever. Just asking yourself those questions, like, "Why am I doing this?" is such a powerful question to ask yourself, and just really be reflective on that because it really will, I think, be eye-opening for you to kind of just peel back that layer and be vulnerable with yourself and really look at you know, where that, where that is coming from. Um, I know for me, like I've asked in my um, group a few times, you know, like if there was one thing that you could be more confident in that you feel like would make you a better at your business. And so many of the women chose their body and it was just like, if I was more confident in my body, then I feel like I would be more confident in my business. And that was just like mind blowing to me to think that something that really, like I would think that they would say, like I would feel more confident, um, you know, in selling or building a team or whatever and things like that. But the like overwhelming response was in their bodies. And that just makes me think so much of like how much weight we put in in that thing. Where do you think that comes from?
1: Yeah, I mean, I wish I could say like, oh, once you, you know, lose that weight, then you'll have that confidence because that's not even true. We all look back at old photos where we were so much tinier or something, or we had that ideal body and we didn't, we didn't see it. We didn't like it. We still thought we were, you know, fat at the time. Um, So it all has to do with mindset and what other people, like what society is saying, like what our friends and family are saying, like, if we want to stop that, if we want this pattern to cease, we need to change how we speak to ourselves because, you know, our kids are listening. If we wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and say like, Ooh, feeling a little chunky today, or, Oh, does this make me look fat? Like you're that's, this is learned. Like I said, you kids are, children are born with confidence and then it is stripped away from them at such a young age and when your kids or other people's kids or even you know friends or family or anyone is talking negatively about themselves we think that that is the norm like have you, do you notice like someone compliments you like it's like kind of second nature to kind of like deflect that compliment. Like, why? Why can't we take that compliment? People enjoy giving compliments. So why can't we enjoy taking the compliments too? I think it's really just this mindset that's just passed on and on and on. And people think it's normal and okay to like talk negatively about their themselves. And your brain will believe whatever you tell it. So if you are telling it every single morning, like I'm not enough, I will love myself more when I lose weight or when I fit into these old pair of jeans, like your brain's going to believe it, not because it's true, but because you keep telling it because you keep telling it that. So if you want to change your relationship with your body, you need to change what you're telling your body.
0: Yes. I love that. I I say that all the time time. I say that how beliefs are just thoughts that we've repeated to ourselves over and over and over again. And so our brains accept them as our truth. That's really all a belief is. And so, like you said, if you continuously tell yourself these things, you're going to start to believe them. You're going to make those things, your truth. So if you're constantly saying, I look so fat, or I need to lose weight, or, you know, I'm, you know, not this enough, or not that enough. And you say that to yourself enough, you're going to start to really believe that. And you're going to accept that as your truth. And that's just so true. And also going back to like, you know, babies and kids have being, having this like innate confidence that ends up getting stripped. That's something, you know, being the mom, especially of two little girls that I am super conscious of now. And that I really try hard to, you know, instill this just confidence in them that, they are perfect as they are. And I'm really aware of the things that I say around them, the things that I say about myself, the things that I say to them, like really watching how I am speaking to them, how I'm speaking to myself in front of them and those kinds of things, because I don't want them to grow up and have this idea that like, I feel like, you know, I have to work out, you know, like things where, if like I'm working out, I'm not going to be like, yeah, mommy has to work out so I can lose weight or mommy, blah, blah, blah. Like saying things like, you know, mommy needs to go work out so I can have more energy or so that I can, you know, feel, you know, good enough to go play with you in a little bit or, you know, things like that. So that way, like they build this healthy relationship with exercise where it's not like working out is in order to lose weight or to be skinny or things like that. But like working out is for you to feel better, for you to have more energy, for you to, blah, blah, blah. Like, and just really trying to teach them those things. And even going as far as teaching them like makeup, like makeup is just for fun. It's not for, you know, to make you feel prettier or to make you look better. It's just a fun thing that we do like, you know, a bracelet or a necklace. It's just, you know, an accessory to, you know, kind of play dress up with, you know, your face, you know? So it's just like teaching them those kinds of things, which sounds silly, but in the long run, I think, will help them build this level of confidence in themselves that hopefully they'll they'll take with them as adults and be able to pass down to their kids because i think you know our parents don't intentionally teach us these things it's just something that we grab onto just from hearing their conversations or seeing the way they act with things and And so that's something that I know I have been really conscious and aware of. Um, Can you tell us kind of like some of the things that you do with your coaching? What does that look like when someone goes to work with you?
1: Yeah. So like one of the things is I, um, I help them form like very specific and unique affirmations. It's funny because in the beginning, I'll talk to a client and I'll be like, all right, so tell me five things you love about yourself. And like, it'll literally take them a really long time or they won't even finish. Cause they're like, mm, I don't know. Like if someone asked me right now, five things I love about myself, I could tell you in like five seconds. And like, why is that something that's like, I don't know, people I, th- I think are like taught to like not love themselves and like to all o- like to not be, um, like happy and I guess satisfied with like where they are. Like you should always want to be better, but you shouldn't hate where you are. You know, so like why can't you love yourself? Why can't you love these things about yourself and, and recognize it? So definitely something the first step with my clients is I really help them work on reframing their mindset. Um because it doesn't matter everything else I teach them about nutrition and exercise if they don't change their mindset. Cause like I said, two people can be doing the exact same thing and have a completely different mindset. Like you have the two, like, I think I've said this example before where you have the twins whose dad was an alcoholic. One twin will be like, I'm an alcoholic. Cause my dad was an alcoholic. And the other one's like, I'm not an alcoholic because I'll never drink alcohol because my dad was an alcoholic. Like it's really about the mindset, even if it's with this exact same thing it's how our mindset is so you know really giving these my clients like these affirmations like in in the beginning it's always so silly because they'll say it they'll be like I am beautiful I'm enough I'm a great mom like they'll have like this list and they'll just be like uh like I don't believe these things and then literally like a couple weeks later they're just like yeah, I'm a great mom. Like I'm enough because I'm me. Like it's because their brain believes it over time. You just have to be consistent with it. We're over here trying to be consistent with our exercise and nutrition and what we're feeding, you know, our bodies, but what are you feeding your brain? So I love going over that first with my clients and then also like teaching them about exercise and nutrition. Cause I think when you actually understand how the body works and how nutrition is you don't have to like obsess about it and you never have to turn to diets. Cause if you realize that like carbs have a purpose in your life and the reason why you lose weight when you cut out carbs, isn't cause you're losing fat. It's literally because carbs hold on to molecules of water. So when you lose all this weight, it's literally just water. You're not losing any more fat and then you're low in energy and like all this stuff that, you know, society's like cut out carbs will make you lose weight. Like I guess technically, like if I cut off, if I cut off my arm, I'd lose weight too, but like I'd have the same body composition. So, you know, I just love helping my clients learn like the true basics of nutrition, helping them find their own unique um, exercise routine that works for them because fitness and nutrition is not a one size fits all. Everyone um, enjoys different things. Like me personally, I enjoy competing and lifting heavy. So that's brought me into the world of, you know, powerlifting and strongman um, and things like that. But I know other people who maybe like to just be in that group setting, like doing group exercise classes, maybe doing like kind of like hit or, you know, the spin classes or going on walks with friends. Like everyone is so different. You have to find what works for you, um, what you enjoy and, and do that. I, I just remember like, there was someone who told me I was on, um, I think I was on the bike and, um, I was like, kind of enjoying like doing the Peloton, like for for my cardio and I wasn't lifting weights. And someone told me that I shouldn't be doing the bike. And that if I wanted to see results, I had to go on the elliptical. And I'm just like, don't you think if there was like a, a special workout or a special diet, like we'd all be doing that. Like there's not, you do what works for you because, okay, if if sprinting five miles every day will help me lose the most weight, I'll probably maybe do it for two days in a row and then never do it again. <laughs> you know? So it's like, it doesn't matter. What can you stick with and be consistent with and enjoy? Cause if you're not enjoying it, literally what's the point? Like, what's the point? We all enjoy different things. So I think just, I really want people to be in tune with their body and learn what their body is telling them. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, we were taught that, all right, you take, you have your set rest day on Sundays and you never miss a Monday. Like you always work out on Monday, on a Monday. Oh, okay. Like, what if your body's tired? Like, what if you're exhausted? What if you need a Monday off? Like, that's okay. Your body's not going to be like, oh my gosh, we didn't work out on a Monday. Fat. Like, what? No, that's not how the body works. Your body tells you what it needs. Your body, Like, I know the difference between all right, I'm feeling a little lazy. I need to go work out. And and the difference between, oh, you know what? My body needs a rest. And sometimes if I don't know the difference, I tell myself, I'm going to go on a walk. I'm going to go on a five minute walk. And then my body will know. It'll be like, all right, I'm feeling good. Let's get a workout. Or I'll say, girlfriend, we need to lay down and maybe stretch, uh, drink a little bit of water, um, not do that. So just learning to be in tune with your body is such an important thing. And that's something I love teaching my clients because then it's like, you never have to diet again. You never have to worry about, am I going to fall off this wagon, which like this wagon doesn't exist. If you have a healthy lifestyle, it's like forever because you learn how to listen to your body And you know, it's not an all or nothing thing. Like, yeah, we're going to go through phases where maybe life is crazy. Maybe, you know, this insane virus hits the world out of nowhere. And maybe our mental health is our first priority and not having the perfect physique that we had before. Like, we don't know what's happening, but if we have that healthy relationship with ourselves and know what our body needs, you know what, it might be just working out three days a week for that time. when you you normally work out five or six, it might be implementing more meditation and maybe yoga because you need to prioritize your mental health. It might just be going on walks. You need fresh air, or it might be going full force and pushing yourself and running that marathon. And like, we all have different phases in our life. It's just because you're in a certain phase now doesn't mean you're going to be in that phase forever. And that's okay. That's normal. It's human.
0: Wow. That is so good. I absolutely love it all. Everybody needs to go work with you because I think you would literally change world if everyone started to think like that and it's so true i i mean i talk about this all the time too but it all starts with our mindsets it really and truly does and i think about how like how you kind of mentioned you know that you could still lose the weight and then will you still be will you be confident like are you going to lose the 10 pounds that you think you want to lose Would you instantly be confident or are you going to find something else? Now you're like, oh my gosh, now my teeth aren't straight or, oh my gosh, now I need to like do something with my hair or I need to blah, blah, blah. I feel like confidence is so much of our mindset. It's so much instilled in how we are thinking about ourselves and, and what we do and all of those kinds of things. And once you change that one thing everything else can fall into place so much easier. And it becomes this, like you said, you know, what you do, how helping people to just really create these new habits with new beliefs, you know? And so they're doing these things for a completely different reason. It's no longer, you know, I need to lose 10 pounds so I can look good in these jeans. It's, you know, I'm going to do this because, you know, of these bigger and more impactful reasons. And that's so huge. And I think you know, if, if women in general and men, of course, too, but if, you know, people in general just started to look at life that way and changing their mindset just around everything, it would completely change the world. And I know that our bodies and our health and our wellness and fitness and all of that is such a huge piece in, you know, how we are showing up in life. And so if people just had some of that, with them, it would be a game changer. So can you tell us where we can find you and work with you and all of that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, um, you can listen to my podcast. It's called the M powered. So M powered podcast. Um, you can go to bit.ly slash empowered pod. Um, this is a faster link to find it. You can join my free Facebook empowerment community, um that is on bit.ly forward slash Miranda Lee FB as in Facebook um or if you just go to thisismirandalee.com I have all the links on my website you can also find me on Instagram at thisismirandalee um and yeah and you can find all the links through that but I definitely love to connect with you guys and just thanks so much Tiffany for having me on of course.
0: And we'll make sure we get all of that info in the show notes, you guys, so you can go find and connect with Miranda because isn't she absolutely amazing. We all need some Miranda in our life. So go listen to the podcast, go get connected with her on Facebook and Instagram and all the places. And thank you so much, Miranda, for coming on the show and instilling some confidence with this in a completely different way that I think will make such a huge impact in
1: so many women's lives and businesses. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. You are amazing, Tiffany. I just, I love connecting with you and I'm so excited that, you know, I'm having you on my podcast too. So yeah, thank you again.
0: Awesome. All right. I'll talk to you soon, Miranda. Bye. Girlfriend, did you love that episode or did you love that episode? (laughs) Let me know. Take a screenshot, put it in your Instagram stories and tag me at the Tiffany Wen. The more that we can share the love of this podcast, the more women that we are going to help. And the more women that we help, the more women we're going to see walking around being audacious about their ambition and glowing unapologetically. Would that not be the kind of world that you want to live in? I know I do. So make sure you're subscribed to this show and make sure you leave me a review. Come hang out with me on Instagram in between episodes and I will chat with you again real soon. Love you.